Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Ashara and the old god Nzoth have been neutralized for now. By invoking Makara, Varok Saurfang and his rebellion ended the Fourth War. The Horde and the Alliance have entered into an armistice, but have not declared a formal peace. It's time to return home from Kul Tiris, but before that, you feel like you've earned a little rest and relaxation. You've booked passage on a ship that will bring you somewhere that you'll be able to put your feet up, enjoy a drink, take a break from the seemingly never-ending string of world-ending catastrophes that plague the world of Azeroth. You've been on the ship for a couple of days, and you're almost to Kalimdor. Right now, it's late afternoon, and a terrible storm is kicking up. It came in fast, almost out of nowhere, on an otherwise clear and sunny day. The weather surprised everybody on board, especially those who planned out the route or have skills in predicting the weather, because all predictions were that this would be an easy journey. The sky has turned that deep orange color that's very common for severe thunderstorms in the late afternoon. We're on the deck of the Sheepish Wizard, a wooden passenger ship of the same design as boats like the Maiden's Fancy, which transports adventurers from Booty Bay to Ratchet, with the several tiers of, uh, of decking and the, the three masts with the big sails and all that. The crew are busy battening down hatches, but the storm is getting worse, and it's getting worse fast. As the wind picks up, the boat heels to port, and a large wave slaps into the hull, There are tables and chairs and crates of food that are sliding across the wooden floors of the cabins uh, all the way to one side as the crew and the passengers do everything they can just to stay on their feet. The captain is a weather-beaten Draenei named Breul, and he's at the helm fighting against the storm. He's shouting commands at the crew, barely audible over the sound of the wind and the rain. They hurry to follow his orders, but this crew seems ill-equipped to handle a storm of this intensity. The wind and the rain make movement and communication on the boat difficult, and the crew is struggling to keep up. Among the passengers, there are three especially able-bodied adventurers. He turns to them, knowing that the rest of the crew is too busy to respond to another order, and yells, One of you, get to the main mast and lower the sail. Would anyone like to respond to that order? Well, I'm pretty strong. I bet I can reach it. Yeah, I'm going to head over there. I I, I got you, Captain. I didn't pay passage on a ship to do work. You hurry into position and you run uh, to the lines and start lowering the sail. 
as you move through the wind, uh, the crew gets a good look at you. What do they see? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, if, if, if I'm putting down the sail like that, I'm probably hanging off of it, and, and I'm a big boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm just saying that I like to eat. I like to eat, and my big furry belly, you know, sticks out over my my my, my leather drawers there, and I, I don't need to wear too much. And you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to, to hide nothing, but I, but you know, I'm a pretty furry anyway, and the, and the, the ladies seem to like it, and I, I I'm just I, I don't need a lot to uh, to to make myself known or make myself happy. So if they're looking at me taking down that sail, all they're seeing is a great big old panda, barely dressed, hanging off the rigging. (laughs) But I sure did uh, do it right. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, I would like for you, please, to roll me a... um to get everything untied and try to pull the sail down, roll me one of those there sleight of hand checks. You want me to roll a sleight of hand check? Yeah, because you're going to be trying to untie the the sail from the rest of the rigging. Well, if I'm going to roll a sleight of hand, I'm going to roll a natural 20 on that. And uh, here we go. I got a 22. Okay, great. Um, You start to, you climb up onto the sail and you're like tugging it down with your large body. And in the meantime, you do reach up and grab onto the lines and start pulling and start unhooking things. And you can like, you're sort of pulling the sails just hard across like you would a a shower curtain when you're angry with it. And um, it starts to come in pretty, pretty well. Um, As you're pulling in the sail, the wind kicks up again uh, catching uh, the captain completely by surprise you see as he just about loses the wheel under the sudden pressure of all the wind the ship heels again to port leaning so far to one side that several crew members fall down and one is thrown overboard completely I would like everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw please alrighty Uh, saving throws I rolled I rolled a 10 22. I rolled a nine. Okay. Um, the Pandaren is a little, a little unsturdy, but generally stays on his feet and has the, you know, the, the rigging still that he's fighting against. Um, what were the, what were the other roles? 22 for my character. Your character easily is just like hands in their pockets like okay yeah the i get it the sea legs all right we're fine and the final roll i rolled a nine so you slip and fall on your butt you are quote unquote prone um on the deck it's going to take you in combat it would take you half of your movement speed to stand back up again um but you did slip and fall The captain sees that one crewman has fallen into the ocean and yells, man overboard, and points over to the port side. Um, He turns to the remaining two adventurers who have not gone to deal with the rigging and yells, one of you get a rescue line to that man uh, who would like to try to rescue the crewman. All right, I guess I'll get my hands dirty. 
Uh, I'm going to pull out my bow and an arrow, and I'm going to tie a rope to the arrow, not to it, and uh, attempt to launch the rope towards the overboard crewman. Okay. Um, first of all, go ahead and tell me what it looks like when you go to do that um, from a physical description point of view, and then I'm going to need for you to roll me and, uh, well, you're using your, your weapon to assist in this, so let's say roll an attack roll with your uh, with your bow. Alright, well, um, my character is a tall, lithe-looking, very, very sexy high elf. Not much different. You can't really, most people wouldn't notice it or, or tell it because most people don't even think or, or, or see high elves much anymore but he is in fact a high elf um, what I mean by that is is they look no different than blood elves um, he has an eye patch over one eye um, very beautiful flowing red hair tied up back in a ponytail um, wearing a vest with some pockets uh, brown pants belted kind of all decked out ranger style um, but uh, definitely looking well armed and very capable of just about any kind of fight that might come his way. Um, in that, he's very comfortable with the bow. And uh, having seen this situation pop up, knowing, all right, I guess I'll uh, jump in and give a hand here, um, using his skills with the bow to, like I said, knock that, tie a rope to an arrow, knock it and let loose with a 27. All right, so you guys need to stop, like, give me all the good rolls at the very beginning because we're <laughs> going to fight later and then you'll die is how it's going to be. Um, a 27 is going to be fine for tying, an arrow, uh, tying a line to an arrow, loosing it out over the port. It flies... Uh, out into the water and lands just beyond, just on the far side of uh, the crew member, laying the actual line itself Up right there. So it flows right back into Oh, him. yeah, easily. Like, he didn't even have to be conscious in order for him to grab hold of it. Um, go ahead and give me... Are you going to help pull him in? Or are you just going to, like, walk away from the line? I'm going to walk You're away like, from the line. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hand off the rope to uh, the crew and say, all right, my job's done. Okay. What? Uh, well, what let's... the heck is wrong with you? What? What's? What, why? Why would you do that? Come here! And I got one. I have one uh, rope. Hand on one rope. These hands uh, are like my second best feature. I'm not going to damage them. And on uh, with, with my rope? other hand that I'm Get not using burn? with the with the the rigging or whatever, I I go to grab the other rope because I'm I'm pretty strong. So and I just go. And uh, you know, start dragging him uh, <laughs> through through the water. Okay, um, let's see an athletics check then. Athletics check. Oh, honey, I'll show you an athletics check. You want to see an athletics check? We're gonna put plus five to whatever I roll, and we're gonna make that a twenty-three. Yeah, I don't know, man. You just sort of you've got the. It's the scene from um, um, Winter Soldier where you've got 
the, the thing on one side and the thing on the other side, and you're sort of doing this like muscle man flex while you're pulling the helicopter in barehanded. That's sort of what the rest of the crew sees as you're pulling a guy in on one side and pulling a line closed on the other side and just just crushing it, big big arm muscle style. If we're gonna go Marvel, I'm gonna pref- say it's more like uh, because I'm from New York. I, I'm going to say that it's uh, Spider-Man on a Staten Island ferry holding it together with with webbing. Okay, Staten Island ferry holding it together, not uh, not train Spider-Man two style. Similar pose, but different attitude. Yeah, but no. But the, the thing is, uh, with the, the training, he 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 saved the people, but but he was all like afterwards he had to be like carried in the air because he was so spent. No, I still got some energy. I'm I'm definitely Staten Island Ferry. Okay, yeah, you're walking away from this one without any problem. Yeah, yeah you you're just pulling and yanking on one side and the other, and just people are coming up out of the water and sails are coming down. And actually, yeah, you're. I mean, you know the 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 high elf who barely could bring himself to do anything I guess maybe helped but you're holding this crew together basically on your own up until this point as soon as you start to pull the man in lightning crashing left and right across the sky flashes and the sounds and the smells of the of the the burning atmosphere as lightning slams into the upper part of the the main center mass uh, mast, excuse me. And there's this deafening snap and there's this bright flash of light as the main mast is actually struck by lightning. Um, fire spreads down uh, along the mass, uh, mast and down onto the deck as the burning canvas of the sails that you were successfully pulling in um, catch fire. Um, the captain turns to the third adventurer who is sitting on her butt in the middle of the rain and says, get down there and get that burning canvas off of my deck well I guess it's time to get off my butt and do what needs to be done so I stand up and head to find something to get the canvas over the side of the deck okay um there's I mean there's a number of tools on deck there's everything from you know um axes for fighting with or for um cutting away at you know any kind of broken materials there's um there's no cannons or 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 guns or anything of that nature on the deck it's more of a passenger ship but there are you know there's there's a variety of tools that you could potentially use to move the sails without actually touching them physically oh i'm not touching them i'm not burning anything so let's see if there's a harpoon yeah, you would be able to find something like okay. that sort of like it would be really more decorative. This isn't a this isn't a whaling ship. This isn't a combat ship of any nature. This is like it ferries passengers from one place to another. But you do find like um you know, the kind that's like, oh, it's mounted on the wall and oh yes. yeah, we've killed 75 mermaids with that harpoon and it's all like it's as soon as anyone tells the story, you you know that it's all just made up. Um yeah, you easily are able to find a decorative harpoon that you can use to push the 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 sails around um why don't you go ahead and give me a um that was not the answer i was expecting so it's going to take me a second to get a check for you um just give me like a just a straight up uh a straight up dexterity check to see if you can 
wriggle the stick under all of the canvases and sort of like wiggle and shove and whatnot. Uh, well, I managed to somehow roll an eight. An eight. Okay. So with the wind and the rain and the fire, you are <laughs> struggling to push away the canvas. Um, eventually, you do get it overboard um, to the safety and relief of the entire crew. However, um, because you were so clumsy about it, you... Okay, that's not bad. You suffer one point of fire damage. Um, you managed to accidentally touch it one or two times. It slipped across the deck, and, and you got just a tiny bit scorched, but in general, you're okay. Um, the as, the, as you look up the mast, um, again, this is some serious, serious storming. And what would have potentially sunk the, the ship, um, a fire of this nature, is put out by the very storm that caused it. So, so far, things are a catastrophe, but the boat is still on the water. Um, the flaming sails fall into the water. The deck is cleared and safe, but the captain is still struggling against the huge waves. Um, he is able to right the boat um, pretty uh, in not very much time, though, because of all of the work that our Pandaren friend was doing at pulling in so many of them. As things start to sort of settle on deck, we've we've had several catastrophes kind of all hit at once, but the crew and the passengers uh, stood up to a challenge of that nature and were able to sort of handle themselves. You do hear from the bow someone shout, Sails ho! And he's pointing out over the bow out into the distance. Oh, great. Now what? Now, now the 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 the, the bow is the is the front, right? If you're actually asking, roll me an intelligence check. Just a general intelligence check. All I'm saying is I ain't never been on many boats before. But I but I did get a 14. Uh yeah, you're basically you can tell the front from the back. Yeah, you're pretty sure the bow is the front. Well, I don't know what I can see out there. It's still pretty dark. It is pretty dark. Um, you do have a hard time seeing through the spray. Um, but as you are looking, you can sort of see another ship out there in the storm somewhere. I um, So I know the lightning struck and did a lot of damage to the, the main mast. Is there at least still a crow's nest or other um, way to get up? And if you're, how bad is the lightning still? Uh, it is still going. You are still in the midst of a storm. Um, there is, there are two fully um, intact masts remaining, and you would be able to climb up the riggings and the ropes in order to get a better view. Um, I do need to warn you, if you were to climb in that way, you might get your hands a little dirty. Well, looks like my hands are going to get dirty either which way. At this point in time, I'd rather get myself a advantage point early on before things might get worse. So yes, I will definitely climb the one of the riggings to get up to height. Okay. Um, let me see a let me see an athletics check from you. 
You got it. Athletics? No, not uh, not something with decks, maybe. <laughs> no, it's it's muscle power to climb up like this in this uh, sort of storm. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm uh not that buff. Uh, I'm 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 not I'm not as buff as our Pandaren companion. Whoa. Boo, you rolling dice for us, buddy? Um, yeah, my cat is on the keyboard rolling <laughs> dice for us. <laughs> She's just rolled like 35 dice. This is great. It's know, 50 at this point. It's going to keep going because he was laying on it for uh, a moment. Oh, it's, it's, it's catching, it's catching up. up. Okay, well, How I'll about tell a 21? You is, is, that what, oh, is that what good? <laughs> no, we're going to go with the very first roll. The first, the, the, first the nine <laughs> or whatever nine. it was. Uh, it was a nine or an eight. Okay, because what I see on my screen is a six, but that might be too far back. All right, let's call it. Let's call it an eight or a nine. That's fine. Um, so you're you are trying your best to climb up the the riggings, but the wind and the rain are making it way too hard for you. Um, you do slip and fall a couple of times. Your hands are starting to get tired from trying to grab onto the rope extra tight, and it's actually very slick, so you're having a hard time making the climb. You are not successful in getting up there. Well, I am uh, going to do the cat thing and um, partway through my failure do like a backflip off the post and just say, uh, it's just too wet up there. I can't I can't get my way up there and, and just do this like cool, I meant to do that. Okay. Um, if you're trying to do a backflip onto the rainy deck, I doubt now is when I will need that acrobatics <laughs> check. All right. I can't see. I've scrolled all She's the way already up. got 77 athletics checks <laughs> here. Athletics checks. Those are strength based. Uh, it was a 12. Um, that's going to be, I think, enough to at least land on your feet. You are maybe less cat like than you thought in your mind. But also, you are standing, so you take it as a win. <laughs> exactly. Does the uh, captain have like a spy class I could persuade him to see if I can look out the side? Um. Yeah. You. If you want to run over to him and ask him for that, absolutely. He yeah. would hand it off to you really without very much question. Perfect. I want to do that and see if I can. I can get a better look at whatever's out the bow. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a perception check with advantage, please. Meaning we're going to look at both rolls and take the better one. I rolled a, a 16. I'm finally a useful with this crew. All right. So you, you take a peek out. And like there's some water across the outside lens. So the picture isn't really clear. Okay. And it's dark. And the wind and the rain. And it's coming down in sheets. It's makes really, really thick. And past all of that, because you are very focused and you're like, I'm not letting this boat down today. You can see uh, that there is another ship that looks like it's approaching you. Um, it looks like it's having an easier time cutting through the water than the sheepish wizard is. Oh, man, I should have actually tried to pronounce that before I wrote it down. Um, the sheepish wizard is having. Um at its stern, which is the back part. Okay. Um, over the stern, you can see a very faint blue glowing light coming from some point near the back of the of the other boat. Hmm. 
Okay. So I give the captain back his spyglass and relay what I just saw to everyone else on board. I guess just kind of make an announcement. What do you see, little lady? Well, it looks like it's another ship. And while we are struggling our butts off out here, despite having this strong panda and this suave high elf, we are not having as easy of time as they are. Now, I will warn, I am betting there is some kind of magic on board because there is some blue glow kind of going on in the back of the ship. I'm not sure whether it's a fire or, or what's happening, but... Pirates? I would, uh, I'd almost be betting to cut our losses and see if maybe we can wiggle our way into that ship. Um, you, you stand up in front of... Yeah, sure, the crew, but mostly your companions, and you you relay all of this information. And then I remember to ask you the question I should have asked you while you were trying to push all the canvas off the deck. And um, what what do what is everyone looking at when you step forward to give this speech? Oh, I'm what? looking at her at her lady lady butt. As a human, I have taken the art of. Uh, less is more to a different level now i do love the skirts but everything else is is up for interpretation um as far as how creative you can get with with the amount of clothing you have i average five foot seven high average build nothing that would intimidate or scare you but not quite a damsel in distress and my long brown hair seems to always be in the way yet exactly where it needs to be i am a force to be reckoned with and i am i am here for it Love it. Oh my God, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so you relay all of this. And the last point you made was, I don't know, man, maybe we shouldn't be on this boat. We should be on the other boat. Is that what you were trying to convince your group of? Basically, yeah, that boat looks like less work than this boat. And I'm getting zero satisfaction out of the work on this boat. Okay. Well, how do you reckon we're going to get over there? Hey, what would you do with the crew with this one? Is it coming toward us or coming away from us? Oh, it's it's headed toward you. Oh, well, then it's going to be here in no time flat. We can switch boats. How do you know they're nice? Well, I mean, it just takes a bit of persuasion and anyone can be nice. <laughs> I Someone... reckon you could persuade anyone to do anything. Oh, you bet your sweetheart there. Some uh, well-placed words and... Uh coin or two uh, rubbing together in somebody's fingers can uh, get just about uh, get you just about anywhere. Well, I reckon you got the coin then. Yeah, some. If not, I know where to procure some. And I'm perfectly fine making a few promises that has nothing to do with money to get us on. Oh! <laughs> You're making me blush. Oh, sweetie. I've seen there it. There's so much more I can do to you. Oh, and it's worth right, it. We need to we need to focus on what's going on right here, right now. We've got we've got a big storm. I can't believe you said that to me. We got a big storm. We got a boat coming at us. How 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 far away do you reckon? How, how long is it going to be till they get here? Uh, when she, when she first spotted it, it was a ways out. Um, it's like I say, it's cutting through the water in a way that is very different from the way your ship is moving. Um, it almost seems like the waves aren't... Um, if waves could think, 
the waves are ignoring this boat almost like it's just it's just sailing right on through and everything's just fine as it gets closer you can actually see even with the naked eye um that it looks to be um manned by a group of humanoid uh folks with i mean at the distance it's hard to tell but you're thinking probably like black plant uh black plants black pants um white long sleeve shirts with like the chest open in that real deep v with the laces across it Oof. you know what I mean? my kind of language and, uh, the one in the back is wearing one of those real big red hats with the with the white fluffery on it now i reckon this is a pirate ship and if i know a thing or two about pirates they know goblins and goblins know me so we might be okay I know a thing or two about the water. I might not know a thing or two about boats. But uh, what's the water telling me? Um, it's... I, I, I understand, because we were talking about your character, I understand what you're asking. Um, but could you go into a little bit more detail about what it is you're actually asking? Listen, y'all, y'all are talking about talking to people on that ship, but I want to know how they're getting through that water. Now... I have quite the background in agriculture, and uh, part of that has to do with water. And I can generally speak to water elementals. I'd very much like to uh, uh, see what I can talk to maybe before that ship gets here to find out, hey, maybe we can get some of that little uh, water help. Go ahead and roll me a... There is a charisma-based check here, I'm sure, that would get you where you want to be. I guess it would probably be a persuasion check to try to, you know, you're somewhat in touch with nature and the like spirits of water and things of that nature, and you're basically trying to get them to tell you what's up and what they can... Yeah, that's, that's persuasion. Roll me a persuasion check. Okay, now I'm gonna go off to the side and I'm gonna kind of kind of whisper a little bit, see if I can't, uh, you know, see see if I can't get some uh, some love from the you know the elements elementals that I know are down in there, and I'm gonna roll an eight. You get an answer, but it's a little bit of a chaotic answer, and it's not something that you can very easily translate into words. Um, you sound like you're drowning over there, buddy. I'm sorry, uh, why? I'm saying to Pandaren, because, oh, okay. I mean, this is what I'm hearing over here, and obviously it didn't go so well. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't you... always work, okay? And there's a storm. I didn't I didn't hear much, except that there's something wrong, and we can look around and see, see there's something wrong. The other boat is approaching still. You can see that there are, I think, probably a half a dozen people on deck. Yeah, about a half a dozen people on deck. It's a smaller vessel, but... Can I, um... I do really want to get up in the rigging. Um, Are there any um, tools around? I, I would think... I, I would I would think on a boat they've got like the um, like tree climber type 
attachments for feet or something like that. Something to give me just a little bit of advantage on these slick uh, masts to get up. I don't know that any such equipment would necessarily be there. Um, I don't know. Now, now we're starting to get into like the nitty gritty of pirate ships that I'm not familiar <laughs> with. Then maybe I should be. I don't know. Um, maybe roll me a. Um, you're looking for something specific in an area that you're. So that would be probably uh, investigation. All right. Probably investigation check. How about a nineteen? A nineteen. Okay. Um, no, you don't find any tools that you think would help you climb. You do find another area where the ropes are a little less. Um, there's everything is still flappy in the wind, but the netting on this looks like it's a little. You know how like have you know you picture um, the rope netting that goes from you know, the deck up the mast and up onto the thing. It looks like it's a little sturdier and it looks like it's a little, um, uh, like the, the, the holes are easier to get your hands through and climb up on. You think that maybe you just picked the wrong place last time. Okay. Uh, do you want me to do another, um, athletics? Yeah. Let's do another athletics check to see if you can climb it. All right. Any advantage or just straight up? Considering what I just described, I think it does make sense to do it with advantage. <laughs> I hope so, because it was either a 9 or a 15. We're going to go with a 15 then. <laughs> okay. On a 15, you are able to climb roughly to the top of the um, the mast toward the back of the ship. Okay. Um, you are now looking down at the crew, the captain, the incoming vessel. Which, uh, as now that you're up there, you can see that they are flying a flag. Um, it, uh, you, you recognize it pretty easily because you've been, you know, you've been traveling the world and you kind of know what, what things are about. Blood sale? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um... Your experiences with them are that maybe they're a little less friendly than you were hoping for if you wanted to just switch ships. <laughs> I'm going to yell down, Blood Sail! Pirates! We're not going to be able to switch ships easily unless we take the ship from them. Yeah, that right. be different. <laughs> How many of them are there? How many of them are there? About a half a dozen. Half a dozen! Oh, well, that's just a Saturday night for me. We can take these. <laughs> okay. Um, if the plan is combat... I would like everyone to roll for initiative, please. Okay. All right. As we begin the combat, our human, our female human, who has been making lurid comments and pushing fiery sails off the deck, is... Um, on the starboard side of the ship and just off of like just over the deck you can see the enemy vessel approaching um, everybody on board is brandishing weapons they look like they're a raiding party they're ready to jump on board at the back of the boat you can still see that glowing uh, that glowing imagery um, what would you like to do 
So about how far away is the ship still? Um, at the moment, actually, we can use our measuring tool for this. Um, the very closest enemy, the very closest person, is about 50 feet. The edge of the enemy ship is about 40 feet from where you are. Okay. And you can shorten that by about maybe 10 feet if you got all the way to the very edge of the ship you were on. Okay. So I am going to... Okay, so it looks like we are in for a fight, gentlemen. And our Pandaren friend seems to be the most equipped for a battle if this is going to be taking our ship or us taking them. So I would like to give him Bardic Inspiration. Um, which, side note, we said that I have to touch my we settled on a book I think before I do this right I should have cleared yeah, just this way wait, before let me know what it looks like when you you're you're trying to inspire your Pandaren ally to greatness okay what, so, what is that like yeah so um, in order to summon my abilities to inspire him um, I reach into I have my skirt but it has pockets because every girl needs pockets you never know what gadgets and gizmos you're going to need to to collect and use throughout your experiences um put my hand into my pocket and turn to him and say the goblins and trolls and even these silly nose know not to mess with the best and we're hooves and tails above the rest. So for this next um, step, I'm going to give you a little inspiration to help as we take on these annoying insectations. (gasps) Snap. That was great. I love it. Alrighty then. Let's, uh, let's go take care of some pirates. And then I go oh. ahead and can I? Oh wait, am I supposed to move before or after? I completely. It does not matter. Okay. And I'm going to move so I am just on the edge of the ship as well. Okay. Now, giving somebody bardic inspiration counts as your bonus action, so you still have a regular action that you could use on your turn if you'd like to. For the dagger, what did the twenty sixty mean again? It has a twenty oh. range, but it's uh, if you throw it at somebody. And it's they're within 20 feet, you throw it normally. Okay. If you throw it and they're within 60 feet, you throw it with disadvantage. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and just not do a normal action. I'm just going to move and just end my turn then. So we'll just move towards the edge of the boat. Okay. Um, you have control of your token, correct? Yes. Okay. Perfect. That's within 30 feet. So I think I'm good there. All righty. Pandaren gentlemen with arms full of... Uh, riggings and drowning semen. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Well, I'll tell you what. That uh, that 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 sailor. Was gonna, he he. I re, isn't he up by now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know. I I don't need. He doesn't need my help anymore. Uh, gosh, they're still a little bit too far away from me. Uh, I do my best fighting right up close, right up close. I suppose I could, um, I do have some hand axes on me, but until they get here, what I really want to do is jump right down on that boat and twirl around and give it to them right in the jaw. But if they're still far away, I might just throw a hand axe. 
Okay. Um, so you would you would want to um, we're all on the same page, right? Yeah. Okay. You would want to get into range. So you're actually on the port side of the boat. Um, you would be able to, I think, within your movement speed to get to the starboard side over near your yeah. human compatriot. And at that point, you would be throwing hand axes, I think, with disadvantage. Um, that being said, what is your what is your role? Well, how does that work with disadvantage? You take the lower of the two. Oh, okay, okay. So, so yeah, normally um, you roll one d twenty to figure out whether or not you hit. If you roll with advantage, you roll two d twenty and you take the greater. If you roll with disadvantage, you take you roll two d twenty and you take the lesser. Okay, so I did roll two d twenty, and the the roll turned out to be sixteen to hit. A sixteen is going to hit if you were trying to target like these guys toward the front of the enemy ship, which is the closest target. I imagine that that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, there's, there's one that looks a little bit green and and I figure he's the, he's the one. Okay. How much damage do you do? Seven slashing. Okay. Um, right into his like arm where he had a weapon in one hand and he was giving you that surly sea dog kind of look and now he's got axes in him and he's this day is not going the way he planned I'll I'll have that axe back when you're done you my good sir sir have an axe in you (laughs) you're funny (laughs) for a little skinny thing do you do anything else on your turn Hell no, I ran over the side, I threw an axe, and they can come at me now. Also, I insulted the uh, the, the fancy-looking elf. That's, that's that's all I could hope you, to do in life. You get that for free. Yeah. <laughs> the best things are free. It's a free action. So the enemy vessel approaches a little closer. And a little over-enthusiastic... One of the ones in the far back decides he's going to make a running leap. Actually, no, he wouldn't be able to do that. He's going to move forward like this. And I just had this up. Character sheet. Okay. Uh, He just watched as some big, wet, sopping panda threw an axe through his buddy. And he is going to take aim with his crossbow and with the wind I, I we should be rolling range attacks with disadvantage no matter what because of how bad the wind is yeah that makes sense okay uh, so he shoots at you with his crossbow does that hit uh, with an 8 an 8 does not hit okay how did you know an 8 didn't hit it's at the top of your character sheet. It says armor class. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, there's a lot it. of things that, yeah, there's a lot of things that like, we have several players who are a little bit more experienced and we have a couple players who have not played as many games. So it's hard to remember like what everyone knows. Uh, in order to hit, the role has to be equal to or greater than the armor class. Okay. This young fella is going to do the same thing. He's going to move forward toward the front of his boat. He's going to take aim and fire. 
with his crossbow again, again, uh, with disadvantage because of the really bad winds. And he shoots with a five. Um, Pandaren friend, is that going to, is that going to hit? A five does not hit DM. Yeah, the wind and the rain are making it so that these crossbow bolts are just going wide. I've never seen so many seamen shooting this. <laughs> I mean, you say so. Okay. This guy, in the very far back, standing next to what you can now see at this distance, almost looks like a shaman's totem, steps forward, and... Oops, I'm stacking my character sheets accidentally. He is going to take aim with not a weapon, but with his outstretched fingers. He points at the side of the... No, he points at the human who is standing next to this Pandaren and shoots off a bolt of fire straight out of his fingertips, and it comes searing through the wind and the rain, and it's making steam as it evaporates all of the raindrops as it flies through the air. Um, will a nine hit? A nine does not hit. It sears right past me. Again, wow. it's just, I don't know if it's the rain or if it's hard to see or what, but just whoosh, you hear the fire just sort of go flying by right where um, it would have potentially hit the sails behind you if they hadn't already burned down. So that's great. The very front guy who, oh, this is the guy that took damage. He is a little actually nervous. He's not going to try to jump on board. He was thinking about it. He was like getting ready to. He's going to not jump on board. High elven fella, all the way at the tippy top of the crow's nest. Yes. You see a boat full of what are clearly pirates off the um, starboard rear of the ship. They are firing crossbow bolts and beams of fire at your friends who have done a lot to take a lot of work off of the plates of the crewmen who were supposed to have been doing the work in the first place. What would you like to do? Let's see. Let me draw something real quick here. Hey, skinny guy! Skinny guy! D don't kill that shaman! He's the, he's the one! He's the reason! He He's the reason! Don't that, that kill guy, him! That guy in the back is what's controlling their, their boat. We'll need him alive if we want to s smooth sailing, too. Unless he's causing the storm to begin with. All right. Um, that's probably more information than, than on a turn, but I do appreciate it. Um, that is going to slightly change my attack tactics. I didn't give um, you information. I, I just gave you my best guess. <laughs> Keep in mind, um, and I was doing this for the enemies, the... Um, ranged attacks are going to be made with disadvantage because of the heavy winds. Gotcha. Um, all right. I did, in fact, want to target the one that looked to be in charge, which I'm assuming, as you said, is this shaman guy. Is that the guy at the back of the uh, yeah, opposing the, boat? So at the moment, the boat is a little front heavy, loaded with pirates who are like itching to jump on board. They had moved forward 
uh, as the boat got closer to your ship, but they hadn't actually jumped jumped on board yet. The only one who hasn't moved forward is actually all the way at the far back end of the boat is the spellcastery, flame-slinging-looking dude. Alrighty. Well, that is who I want to target, and looks like I do have a clear shot around the sails. Um, I would like to attack with my short bow. Um, I'd like to ask the question, though, am I, do they know where I'm at? Do I have sneak attack? Oh, okay. I know what you're doing. Um, they, I did not ask for a stealth check to find that out. So why don't you go ahead and roll me a stealth check and we will answer that question together as a team. You got it. Does a 23 work? <laughs> um, let's see. I am like ninja. Okay, I don't have any bonuses. So, yes, you are stealthier than their ability to perceive you. So, yeah, you are ducking under the walls of the crow's nest like a, like a coward. Um, <laughs> but doing so made it so that they did not see you. You are, you have a... You have, you have advantage from being stealthed, but you have disadvantage from the wind, so you'll be shooting normally. Um, but because um, you would yeah, not get sneak attack because of the wind. All right. right, I like it. That's fine. That works for me. Um, at least it's just for me. It's a normal, a normal attack still, uh, non-lethal. Okay, um, you hit. I rolled a seventeen. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have declared that before. I I got to get used to that because it's a different way of playing. Um, it is not typically the case that you can declare a non-lethal attack with a ranged weapon. Interesting. I did not know that. Not even yeah. with a blunt arrow? Um, I've, I've seen it done. Uh, I think rules is written. You can't. Um, we can have a conversation about whether or not we're going to be shooting people non-lethally in this game um but in general the rule is you not you can't do that okay that's fine it's all good um because uh, that would be my only attack and i will leave it at that at least i know i weakened him okay you are now in the process of being boarded two young dashing pirates with long and interesting careers ahead of them have <laughs> leapt onto the back end of the ship that you're on. Our young human lady and our heavy Pandaren friend are just down the stairs from like they're up deck of you and they're like they're on the same level as um, as the captain is on. And it is going to be our young human friend's turn. Alright, so I look at the one that's closest to me down the stairs and kind of smirk. Up the stairs. Up the, oh, that's upstairs. Sorry, you did say that. Up the mm -hmm. stairs. So is it within view for me then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me just make sure I read this right before I continue. <clears throat> I look at it and kind of smirk. I know you came expecting beauty, but really you got the beast sitting here acting like this will be an easy feast. Don't worry. Don't you worry about me breaking a nail because you're the one I'm about to impale and I unleash a uh, vicious mockery at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is vicious mockery an attack roll or is it a saving throw for me? I have no idea. <laughs> That's a good question. Let's, let's take a look at the spell. Okay. It is a, 
Do you want me to link it? Must it? On a, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay, and your spell save DC is 14. Hey, it links it right there. Cool. So it'll do two psychic damage if I fail on my wisdom saving throw. I succeed. I rolled a 16. Wow. Yeah, lucky roll. Um, so you lay into him with this sick beat and he can tell, like you can see that he's like, wait, that was a magical attack. I got to shake this off because I've got captains to kill and people to plunder. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? Um, he no habla inglés. <laughs> he no habla common. No, 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 no. Actually, they have to be able to hear you, but they don't have to understand you. So ah. if, he's, if the guy speaks a different language, that's fine. So although I like to think of myself as a, uh, you know, kick butt person, I understand looking at my panda friend next to me that he is definitely a little bit more equipped for a face to face attack than I am. So I'm going to go ahead and move just back a little bit so I'm not quite in the front of the damage. I'm trying to think of one of the side stuff. Just uh, back you know a what? little bit. You, you spent a bardic inspiration a moment ago, so let's go ahead and we make sure we mark that on your character sheet here real quick. I did in oh. D&D Beyond. I did not know how to do it in the other one. <laughs> okay. Um, in roll 20, actually, if you open your character sheet, um, right above... Like where you're, there's the list of all your weapons and everything. Mm-hmm. And then to the right of that are a series of different, oh. like either racial or, or class specific abilities. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I marked that you did one of those. Perfect. Okay. And I'm good. I am, I am ready for my good old panda friend to show me what he got here. What will the powerful Pandaren do in the face of a pirate attack on the open seas? Will the crew survive the storm? What will become of our heroes? Will we ever learn their names? We'll find out next week when we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.